The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology this is episode 282 on April 13th. It is the 13th. 2022. Holy crap, it's the 13th already. This is Clyde. As always, I am joined by Matthew Ross. Always? I'm always here? Oh, I'm Clyde as always. Oh, you're Clyde as always. Sometimes you're And then not. today that's I'm joined by Matthew Ross. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I think that's Jimmy Trammell. Yes, and glad you're always Clyde. <laughs> I me too. It's it'd be kind of confusing if I wasn't. Well, you know, if you have multiple personalities, you could be somebody else. <laughs> Today we're joined by Seth. I don't know what it's Seth. Sethern. 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 I don't know. I just trying to think of something sounding, you know, sinister. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just as long as I don't end up as a Stephanie. Um, you, you don't want to be the, the boy named Sue? <laughs> well, I don't I, I'd be Sue. Just don't call me Stephanie. That's where I draw the line. Do you happen to know the your name if you were to be born as a girl? I do. Mm, you know what my name would have been? No, 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 no. I know what oh. my name would have been. <laughs> I was like, wow. I have no idea what your name would have been if you were, but I've been told what my name was going to be if I okay. was going to be I was going to be a Tiffany. Still could be. I would assume that if, if I had been a girl, I would assume I would have got the name that my oldest sister was named, I, would, I suppose. What's that? Lisa. Oh, good name. And there's nothing wrong with Tiffany either. It just doesn't, I mean. I like Matthew Tiffany. It's got a nice ring to it. And if it had been the other way, then Tiffany Matthew. You know, I mean, it works. No, it's not, it's not what they did. It's not my middle oh, name. Okay. All right. <laughs> Oh, hi. How are you doing? Are you surviving? I'm getting by. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, the weather cannot decide what it wants to do here. I'm sure it's decided for you, but it has not decided here. No, dude, I I live in perpetual winter where every once in a while we get like this. Stop spreading your winter over here. I, I, I was, (laughs) You know, as, as Jimmy's pointed out many times, uh, I live up in the north. Uh, uh, there's a, you know, we're guarding the U.S. from all the White Walkers in Canada. Um, it's perpetual winter. I was talking with my neighbor yesterday, uh, and she's she's like, well, you know, this is going to be a long one. And I said, no, it's like this every year. She goes, no. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It is like this every year. I said, yeah, I mean, everybody forgets. But uh, I mean, uh, on the 8th of April, I got a reminder from Google, one of those picture reminders (laughs) from 2018. April 8th was a huge blizzard. And, you know, my car was buried under snow. It's like this happens every year. It's Mm -hmm. just people block it out. Uh, for us, it seems like for every year there, it, it we have a really long, uh, uh, what they used to call an Indian summer. It's uh, basically a warm late into the uh, into the autumn months and getting cl- awfully close to the winter months. And um, and we actually have like a week of snow sometime in December, something like that. And then it then in January it tends to slam. 
our, uh, on those hearts. That's what I've been remembering for years and years and years. And then everybody's like, wow, this year, it's so nice that this autumn, it's like, we're not getting any snow. It's like, it, 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 if you remember, it's done this before. It's yeah, like see, <laughs> people, people forget. I mean, there was there was a year where it was so warm in February, we were out riding our motorcycles and we got passed by a snowplow <laughs> that was looking for something to do <laughs> that didn't have any snow to push. Um, yeah, that's not normal. But that that was the one year for that. Every other year, February has been absolutely brutal. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. People, people don't uh think beyond uh recent they they think about they think about it they remember it like in their heads they it's remember the landmarks it's a you hand, know? head cannon yeah i always hear about the the halloween blizzard of like 1992 yeah. it's like but mm -hmm. it snows on halloween all the time well but that year <laughs> yeah it but it was, you know, they were, it was like one of the last years that a lot of those people were going to be trick-or-treating. So it's a huge deal got in it. their head because they got robbed. Yeah. Wait, you don't go trick-or-treating even though it's snowing? No, guys, well, go. When it, no, when it's a blizzard and people were trapped in their houses. It doesn't matter. That just means there's less kids to compete with for more yeah, candy. Yeah, it just means you got more dead kids. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's not good. No. <laughs> don't do that. No. <laughs> Couldn't you take them to the shopping mall and just let them trick or treat there? Yeah, I don't think they had a lot of shopping malls in the early nineties. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, they the were, mall of America the, wasn't even open yet. Well, but malls were big in the eighties and nineties, though. In in certain areas, yeah. uh, but like, there's no mall. The closest mall to me here there would be like, you know, half hour away. Hmm. Um, that's not. Well, that's fine. But in a blizzard, that's four hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're we're talking half hour, like good weather, good days. Yeah, <sighs> farther and fewer between seems like, but I'm sure it's normal. Just like this show normally talks about streaming technology news, <sighs> I guess. All right, uh, let's start up off with IMDb TV. IMDb TV is the streaming service from that Amazon picked up. Uh, and has been providing the free ad-supported uh, way of you watching a bunch well, of their shows. It was um, that was their creation because uh, they owned a IMDb long before the streaming service. True, but I but but the original name of it was uh, was something, something else. Was something else? They actually had a different name for it. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's been a good. Have you used it? I used IMDb TV. I think once or twice, and it was perfectly fine. Yeah, it's it's been fine, and you know, it's a name that makes sense because it's tied to a TV property, and most people, everybody knows IMDb. Right. Everybody it, uses IMDb. That's exactly and the fact that you can look up a show and then be like, watch it now on IMDb here. TV. Right. Okay. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So totally are they makes... adding new content or nope. no? What? No. They're changing the name. <laughs> Hopefully, it's, it's something cool. It's now it's free V. Hold on. What is it? Free V. Free V. Free V. I don't know how to say this cleanly. <sighs> it's called Free V. F R E E V E E. And it, although I think I'm going to start calling it Freve from this point on, just so, just Freve. despite Freve. Uh, this is stupid. <laughs> IMDb. Why? Had, 
IMDb is kind of more of a hey, I want to see what that which actor was in that movie and or who is the director Perfect. of that. Scene. And, and I, it is really good for that. And it being attached to a streaming service, well, good and you know at least parallel kind of business. It I don't I personally I didn't think of IMDb as a streaming service first, but now I was getting kind of used to it, so I kind of understand both sides of this coin. But here. that that was kind of the beauty of it right. is you know I, nobody's going to think of freebie. I mean, I have to explain <laughs> to people what you know some of the other like uh, non traditional ad support services are now there's another one it's like my perfect example my mom my mom doesn't do really anything on the internet but she understands what imdb tv is Hmm. and i was able to when i told she wanted to watch something i said oh you can watch it on imdb tv she goes what she said isn't that the thing the site where you look up tv shows i said yeah she goes oh well oh yeah that makes sense Hmm. yeah it's adjacent which is good it It does but your but that disconnect is there which i totally understand your mother's yeah i mean and i'm trying to think of the five one of the five uh ad supported services that we've used and tried over the years and i can't name a single one off top of my head because they all have stupid names well i mean i i'm not gonna count pluto because pluto is a little bit different (laughs) um because pluto is trying to set up like channels right but uh yeah, uh, I mean, but you've got all these things. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, IMDb, perfect. The other one that I would put in there that's similar to how IDMB, I, IDMB, blah, 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 IMDb. Blah. IMDb is TV would be would be Roku TV's free streaming service because it is also a JVC. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. A lot of the other ones. So now, Tubi, like Tubi. I, I couldn't even, it, I had to dig deep into my memory palace to figure out where the hell I stashed Tubi. It was under a couch, uh, <laughs> under a couch cushion, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, Tubi or not Tubi. See, exactly. I, 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 w- I would like this, if you know, what I want, I want a service that is ad freebie. <laughs> <laughs> so you add ads? That sounds ads? dirty, ad, ad free V. That, <laughs> that, that, that sounds dirty. So, so yeah, I, in other words, I want the inverse of this. I want it to be an ad-free uh, service rather than just a, a free TV service. Oh, you know what? You know what free V uh, sounds like? You're getting a freebie. No, no, no. It <laughs> it sounds like you. it's just 24-7, the movie and TV series of V for free. You get to watch it anytime you want. Want to see uh, famous people swallowing rats and peeling off their faces to show uh, their reptilian skin didn't you ever watch v no what dude you were like totally the demographic that <laughs> if i had to pick one person that i know that definitely watched v it's not me i would have expected you um uh, I, i'm pretty sure jimmy probably and wabbit probably were familiar peripherally because of its cultural uh, significance I, I in was, the early 80s i was also uh peripherally uh, aware of it and alien nation but those two, but those are the only one but i never actually watched yeah it. Yeah. yeah you gotta yeah, oh, you yeah. gotta watch the the miniseries 
Yeah, the TV it, show, not so much, uh, but the yeah, miniseries was on. I think there was some other show I watched at the time, so I, I never did watch it, but I did know of it. Yeah, I figured Jimmy would be too cool to have watched it, but he would know at that, you know, young enough to be busy, um, but it was popular enough that he was aware of it. Right. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't old enough to watch it when it was first out but i watched it many years later because i remember the buzz about it i was like i'm oh, gonna, well, I'm gonna i wonder this. if you'll be able to watch it on freebie we'll see maybe he's all right we have a story here about the meta you know the guy that 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 company that used to be facebook uh they're working again to uh you know make their metaverse a thing and they've made some announcements about how pricing structure is going to work inside of the metaverse oh, it's uh, gonna be good I know it's going to be really good. So as of course, uh, if you are going to be making a thing and selling it in Horizon Worlds, uh, the Horizon Worlds will uh, charge you 17.5% fee uh, for you to uh, to sell stuff through that, through that, which is actually not a horrible, that you, you're getting 80, 83% of your, or 82%, 82 and a half percent of your revenue off of that. So out, out of how much? So if, well, if, if you sell something through, through Horizon Worlds, which is yeah. their, 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 their metaverse world that they're making, uh, the, the Horizon Worlds is going to charge 17.5%, which actually compared to like, I mean, in addition to the 30% that uh, they're also taking. Right. So <laughs> they're taking 47.5%. Right. On top of that, Meta has say, has fees that if you are buying anything through the through the Meta store, aka, you know, through the App Store that the Meta, Meta so um if you do buy it through the App Store and through um, through that uh Horizon Worlds uh, uh marketplace, uh they're taking almost half of of any money that you make. Wow. Yeah, they're taking 30% from the store and then Horizon Worlds gets their 17.5 cut. Right. Yeah, no, this is this is ridiculous. Um I I feel like they're intentionally trying to make this thing fail. <laughs> it sounds like it. Three thoughts come to mind. First, there's still no legs. That's so weird. Two, um, <laughs> the, the uh, this is a huge opportunity for a third for a somebody to sell stuff not through the 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 yeah. uh, the meta store. Still go, you know, get pay that a seventeen point five percent fee, and you know, but basically make a lot more money because you're not. It's like they don't want you to use their store. Third thing, this is a huge opportunity for a third a, a outside party to do something similar. And I'm sorry, I, I Apple comes to mind as the company who's going to come in. Here. Now Apple can come in with the white knight and say, you know what, we'll only take thirty percent exactly, and it's going to sound good, and it's going to be like. What's wrong with you, Meta? You're setting yourself up for a huge, you know, for not competing. I and swear, I'm pretty sure that this this is actually this whole boondoggle is just a tax dodge. <laughs> it's kind of like it's the producers of <laughs> VR. They've got 300 percent of the money raised uh, through investors, all of which have a 50 percent cut. They need this to fail. They need this to absolutely fail um yeah 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 what might i mean what matt said earlier there right you know uh, makes me wonder and especially if you look at the picture of the article makes you wonder 
I wonder how much it would cost to buy a pair of legs for your avatar. <laughs> Well, yeah, whatever the cost is. That that's the other fifty percent. Um, <laughs> that's your... why you're missing 50, 40, Yeah, fifty percent. You're missing. It's the legs you're yeah. missing. Gotcha. Yeah. If, if you want to if you want to offer something in your app that has legs, you have to provide them with the additional fifty percent. <laughs> so you get point five percent of your. Oh, sale. dude. Oh, so uh, I'm sorry. I I cannot oh, properly I make the joke. I 2. cannot 5. properly make the joke, but somebody else can. This product doesn't have legs, so. Yeah. <laughs> so meta. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. DirecTV Stream has provided users with a new uh, guide. I, I feel like we might have spoken about this last week, but it is now coming out onto other platforms, including the Apple TV platform, which it is brand new to this week. Uh, this is the guide which will provide you with the ability to see a good channel style guide, whether you can sort alphabetically or sort by channel number, because channel numbers are still a thing for lots of people. And if you were to select one of the titles, you would be able to see many hours ahead on a single screen of the upcoming shows uh, on that channel. So you can get this nice, easy to read guide. Now, it may sound weird to us, but to the people who are still, you know, cable subscribers, which will remind you are still a large, most of the people are still on cable. Going to DirecTV stream versus DirecTV seems like a natural, easy move. And having a good guide like this that is a very much like what they are used to on other services also makes it very familiar for them. If they can do this right, this is a big deal to a lot of people out there. So absolutely. Good job on them. Yeah, I swear this is like their old guide that they got rid of when it was originally their original offering that they renamed five times and then came back to it um but yeah uh a good guide is uh, a big deal so congratulations you finally did something right now it's time to uh break it well that's what that's what the, that's what they do right yeah Mm -hmm. uh, a related direct tv stream is also adding a sports team recording option so if there's a specific team you like to watch no matter what they will put it on your dvr and record it automatically if the game somehow gets extended uh they will automatically uh extend the recording to make sure it gets in more of those games and also it will give you the option i sure hope it's the option i don't i'm not certain of showing you the scores on your recording and and or live viewing of the channels you can actually see what the current score is if you want i sure hope that's something you can turn off because there i'm sure there are plenty of people who would not want that option don't tell me the score i want to watch the game yeah uh, i've known a couple people that record every game mm -hmm. from their favorite team but they only watch if their team won because mm -hmm. what's <laughs> the point what's <laughs> the point of sitting through so wow yeah, I mean, and I kind of don't, I don't fault them for that because it's like, especially like baseball, if your team's going to play like a hundred games and you're, you're going to be able to watch at least 50 of them. It's not bad. You're right. You know, um, do I need to sit and watch the entire game every, every day that it was televised? <laughs> okay. Probably not. I'll watch the, watch the ones where my team won and I get to be excited and then the other ones, who cares? <laughs> yeah. As a baseball fan, but not a super fan, I think it's weird if you watch every single game of your team because, dude, you got other stuff to do and baseball's designed to be background noise. So you can do other stuff while you're watching the game or just not have it on in the background and turn your head when something exciting happens. That's the point. Well, what unless, makes it great. unless you're only allowed to drink while you're watching baseball, 
And it's a very good excuse (laughs) to watch baseball. I love baseball. It's the only time I get to drink. That's why I watch baseball. Leave me alone. Baseball. (laughs) Okay. Um, No, but the the whole auto extend thing's good. That's one of the benefits. uh, You know, if you're going to offer something that TiVo did 20 years ago, um, this is the one way to really upgrade it because... That was the one downside with TiVo is you never knew. Uh, and a lot of times all that scheduling was downloaded ahead of time. Mm. Uh, so you later they tried adding auto extend, but it didn't always work because, you know, your TiVo wasn't guaranteed to be able to get the update in time before it cut off the recording. Right. Um, now, since it's being recorded in the cloud and there is no physical tape, there is no hardware storage limitation. Right. They're recording that channel nonstop. So there is no excuse. If anybody is cutting off the game when it's extended, the question is why? Well, you can fix it in post if you had to. Ex- exactly. If you're recording it. Exactly. I could see, I could see, oh, you're recording got stopped early because we because the timer was up. But in tw- in in practice uh, in the ne- next four hours we will have it fixed for you so you can watch an entire game or something like that i yeah. can see that kind of solution happen in that oh, case. yeah but sorry nowadays, in, in, in a couple minutes uh it, it'll it'll just buffer and by the time you get to the end of the game <laughs> it'll be there because someone just needs to go in and change the time code on the file right you know um yeah uh no this is cool it's about time and I can't believe that this was still an issue. It seems so last century. <laughs> uh, speaking of baseball, uh, Major League Baseball has signed another deal with another streaming company to provide some of their games uh, online. That's right. If you want to watch your Friday game, you get to watch it on Apple TV+. Plus. If you want to watch your Sunday game, you got to move to Peacock. Peacock got a two-year deal, paid about $30 million every year to make it happen um or and um and i'm looking at this list and i don't have my mariners on it so whatever i don't care (laughs) uh you know when they first started announcing like these specialty weekly games on a specific platform like they did they've been doing thursday yeah they've been doing thursday night football on amazon forever uh whatever um it was okay but now we're getting pretty it it, there's too many places how do you keep track of where you watch baseball you know it's bad enough when it's well this game's on espn this game's on nbc now you also get to remember well it's a home game but it's blacked out so i gotta go to here but oh crap it's a thursday so is thursday peacock or is that amazon um (laughs) <laughs> oh, but it's a Thursday that falls on, you know, solstice or whatever. So it's on this other thing. And, oh, you have to be an extra paying member for that game. I don't right. know. It's it's too complicated. The Apple TV uh, Friday night games are, I believe that they announced that they were going to be, you don't have to actually have a subscription to watch, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. Now, I do not know if this is going to be on the free tier for peacock i should i mean i think it should be it's gonna have ads so yeah. well, I, don't, I mean hey peacock can i pay extra and 
watch the game with no ads doubt it <laughs> well that's the problem with baseball what are you gonna watch <laughs> what are they gonna stream to you it, it, it's gonna be them standing around during those ad breaks and they're gonna you know if you've ever been to a game that they, they put cool things up on the board they do cool you know singing songs and you know lots of stuff during those breaks yeah uh, for the- that that reminds me uh was it i think it was a 98 uh world series i was out at sea and the padres were in the world series i think it was 98 um and they tried this new innovative thing where i was i think trevor hoffman was the catcher at the time they put a camera on his helmet so that anytime in the game they could switch to the catcher's view well it was between innings or through the next inning he's in the dugout he took it off and he set it on the ground they switched over to the camera to see what's going on and he's just standing there it's the camera's pointed right up as his crotch as he's got his hand in his pants just digging around <laughs> and they just left it there oh no it was like w- w- seriously somebody cut to something else <laughs> he has no clue he's on the camera yeah um that uh, i mean if that's the kind of stuff that yeah you you could get without commercials yeah. um just well, the, one one correction trevor hoffman was a pitcher okay trevor hoffman was a pitcher i'm trying to remember who the the, the catcher was at the time um yeah somebody uh bad weevil probably correct me at some point he he he's a wealth of baseball knowledge uh one more baseball piece of news it looks like uh prime video is gonna guys are gonna get 21 yankees games this year uh they will be able to if if you are in one of four states that are exclusively in the yankees area i think they the the old network was called the yankee uh entertainment sports network also known as yes uh mm-hmm. this area was uh was exclusive to yankee games and it looks like prime video is basically purchased that out and is going to be providing it in those four states and i'm trying to see which states they are going to be uh new york state connecticut and uh new jersey and northeast pennsylvania north and central mm-hmm. new jersey not all of new jersey <sighs> so there you go you will be able to uh, watch your uh, yankees games on your what used to be known as yes network on prime video uh this year all right congratulations I, I, you're, you are right the the proliferation of various places you have to go to watch the games um i i, I having been you know talk to real baseball and sports guys you know I, i'll call it you may call him a jock i'm calling him a sports nerd uh he's so you know like well if this happens then this game is going to be moved to the here and it's going to be happening over there this is nothing to do with like with t- channel it's on he's just talking about teams moving around about and so there's they are already on top of this kind of trying to understand where things are and how things are going to happen and how to follow along and that kind of stuff yeah. so it's just another I, wrinkle that they love to follow i suppose i'll, I'll point out jocks are inherently as the name would suspect or uh would say it, they are inherently athletic mm-hmm. if you've ever been to a sporting event sports fans are typically not ah. so you don't have to be a jock to be a sports fan well that's i'd true. say mo- most people are sports fans because they are not athletic <laughs> yeah but there's they, an all, they there's watch all, because they can't do there's also a lot of uh, of uh, people who eat could or maybe when they were younger, yeah could but i i was just saying the higher thing, percentage would yeah. not of sports fans would not fall into the jock category fair enough 
I apologize. I didn't mean to yeah, generalize I, the people. Yeah, don't 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 group us unathletic uh, uh, people in with those. <laughs> I'm people. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, hey, did you know you could watch, listen to audiobooks? Um, yeah, like Audible is did like you know the only that, one. Did you know that there are things outside of Audible to listen to audio? No, because Audible is like literally the only provider of audiobooks. The Audible used to be independent, but they got bought by Well, they, they clearly point, they clearly name their product because they are the only book that is Audible. <laughs> well they Barnes, may be other red books but you can't hear them i i listen to my red books on different platforms but okay uh uh barnes and noble is finally coming out with their own answer to audible with uh with what they're calling the audio barnes and noble uh audiobook service I, I guess is what they're calling it uh, this will allow you to spend 15 dollars a month for a subscription to offer so uh recurring monthly credit has access to 300,000 titles, uh, well-known apps, uh, well-known uh, 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 titles. Um, this is uh, basically them stepping into this game. And quite frankly, what took you so long? Uh, I, I think we got the wrong headline here. Well, yeah, sometimes that happens. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure this story was meant to be Barnes & Noble is still a thing. <laughs> yes, they are. I, I go to my I, local I, Barnes & Noble. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, I I thought they had gone the way of uh, what was the other big uh, bookstore that went out of business a um, uh, long time ago, but Tower Books. No, Tower Records. Yeah, Tower, Tower Books. No, <laughs> Tower Books was my living room before I found a decent shelf. Um, <laughs> Tower Books, no bookshelves. Symmetrical I, actually, I've been, I've been yes, in kind no of human. stores like that. Borders, rabbit, yeah, borders, borders. yes, rabbit. <laughs> yeah, um, no human being would stack books this way. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I don't know if I would. I the problem with is this that a is, good price? It's exactly the same price it is for Audible. Audible's okay. fifteen dollars a month for however many credits they give you a month. Don't you get free Audible credits with your pro with a Prime membership? They give you access to specific books that yeah. are available for free. Okay. And they also, I don't think they give you any Audible credits though. Okay. But you can pay for Audible and get one or two credits per month. Yeah. For a certain amount of money, for ten or fifteen dollars a month. And the, almost all the books are one credit too. To then get. my other question is: Did they pay someone to reread? All these titles. Excellent question because Audible owns most of those. Not all of them. Some yeah. of them are, are actually done by third parties and then sold to, to be resold through Audible. Um, there are, for example, I do actually listen to a lot of audiobooks and I actually pay for them through the Google Play, uh, Google Books app. Um, okay. And they're fine. I don't have as big a selection as Audible because Audible has a lot of their own stuff that they make. Yeah. Uh, but mm -hmm. any of those ones on the Google Playbooks app that our audiobooks I'm sure are going to be available on the Barnes and Noble app. And I suspect Barnes and Noble would be happy to spend a decent amount of money to get to their own production team going to start reading these books. You know, it, you know here's the thing. I, I bet you there are plenty of people who'd be happy to read books and a good portion of those people are probably actually good at reading. Yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to wrap my brain around that because it seems weird to have 
multiple versions of the same book out there read by different people. Um, and then, then you have to decide, well, do I, which version do I want? But uh, w- would you read an audio book uh, narr- uh, read by Gilbert Godfrey? I believe he has done several. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, not he, be surprised. He would be a good one. I would, well, I, some, I, somebody get on that. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I guess I'm glad to see him try to, you know, stay relevant. But, uh, you know, but there's service, I mean, Audible's a, uh, you know, that's one that's been around for a, while, for a while. And there's a new one out there now called Script D. Script D really looks pretty like a strong competitor. So the problem is, of course, the market effect of being able to basically own the books and nobody else can basically take those books away from you or do or, you know, do something because of those books that you already have. It's it's a since it's a siloed uh, kind of market where, yes, you bought book one through uh, uh, Audible. It's not like when book two comes out, you would want to necessarily buy it through the other one because you yeah. got it through the same market. Moving to another one is difficult. It's it's so. that's the whole reason I never I refuse to buy music from any of those services like mm-hmm. iTunes or Google whatever, um, because and same thing I I would uh, people complain people have with buying videos. I well I own the entire season of uh whatever on this platform but you know i've got leprechaun 4 on google play uh no and that's like for movie party all of the movies i buy i end up buying them from amazon just because i had a couple on amazon and then i chose well what's my one repository of stuff i'm gonna own right i'll just put it there yeah um but you but the good thing this the movie side has done the one thing right, which is they did the movies anywhere thing, which can allow most of those. Can, but like stuff I buy on Amazon doesn't show up in movies anywhere. Yes, it should. Does it? Oh, okay. Yes, it should. And right. your Google stuff should suddenly move over to Amazon and vice versa, as long as they're uh, not a Lionsgate property, essentially. <laughs> it's the the studios that are. Yeah, I own I own two movies on Google. Uh, in the Google store and they're both Leprechaun movies. Uh, <laughs> Leprechaun uh, in the hood and Leprechaun in space. Uh, and the, I own them there because that was the only place I could get them. Mm-hmm. And so I have these, everything else is basically in Amazon and yeah. every, and those two movies are in Google and I keep forgetting that I have them because I don't look at Google play for you- anything. You should look into seeing if you can at movies anywhere, get them moved over to your Amazon yeah. so you can have them all in one repository for you. And also uh, to Jimmy's uh, service, are you sure it's not scribed? I know it's spelled S-scribd, but wouldn't it be scribed? Because I, I've like, heard it called both. I guess, yeah, oh, scribd yeah. sounds like a, 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 a rapper from like Tallahassee. I, I thought S crib D. I thought this was like a Linux demon. This that's yeah. when you start off the computer, it takes care of your crib, your super crib. I don't know. It was S crib D was the uh, uh, what where they went after S club seven. <laughs> you remember S club seven? No, I don't they, look look them up. There was a like early 2000s uh, kind of okay. pop oh, dance really? group. <sighs> okay, all right. Uh, so I'm just curious. 
Are you any of you uh, fans of the game Mist? I own all of the Mist games. Really? I've only played one, but I own them all. I played the original game Mist a little bit. It was like, uh, no, I'm not going to do this. I played more of uh, Seventh Guest than Mist, so I, I kind of missed that one. That was not intended to be a pun, but uh, <laughs> apparently there's a version of Mist now coming out. It's going to be VR. And I think I might play this version because it's not missed. It's missed VR mini golf. So they're basically doing a skin of walkabout mini golf, which people have raved about. Walkabout mini golf as a VR mini golf. And they're making a new level that you're going to be buy, be able to buy, which is the missed world (laughs) as a mini golf golf course, which sounds awesome to me. That makes sense. Um, uh lots yeah, of water I mean, a lot of water hazards a lot of, oh, water a lot of cliffs <laughs> and precarious uh railings and um i i know i've mentioned before that i think that prime or that mist was the was a prime uh real estate for vr that yeah. there was a lot of potential in mist especially going back and redoing the original games that they've kind of redone uh, remastered a couple times um re- redo them as uh as vr so i was not sub- surprised when i saw this I'm gonna, yeah it they makes should, sense it they just... should take all those early cd-rom games that were from the person point of view person point mm-hmm. of view like miss like the seventh guest and totally vr them that would be actually pretty fun or, or you know what else you could do right is actually go out and play a real game of mini golf yeah whatever it's, it's uh, it's still snowing where am I going to play mini golf? Maybe, maybe, maybe in Minnesota, this would be something, right? But in Florida, you'd actually just go out and play an actual real game of mini golf. Get off my yeah. virtual lawn. All right. How about this? Um, if you have been an HBO Max user and you've been using your HBO Max on an Apple device, Apple TV, you may have been frustrated recently due to the various issues that have been having with it. The the issues like it being uh, locking up, playback not starting, or being kind of horrible. They're scrubbing the utility that would let you try to get you to scrub between web scenes of a movie not working at all. Um, has been plaguing the device for a while. Um, looks like it is now coming out with a new version of the app. It's getting a very major overhaul. It's going to look a lot uh, similar as far as... Uh, uh the, what the the interface goes but the um the main screen gets a big overhaul so you will be able to have a nice big old banner on the top to let you know what's what's new coming up on on it and um it apparently runs a lot smoother a lot better so it actually works which is a good thing yeah um yeah this was a reminder that this was purely an apple issue yes it was. uh they did not their apps did not have problems on uh roku android tv browser those are the some, three that i've used but not a lot it was no, it, it, yeah. it, initially there was a little hiccup there was about. and there was a issue on roku but that was due to the up like os upgrade right they and probably didn't check a box or 
review HBO something. Max, well, also the Roku has its own built-in media players. Yeah, that, that's uh, what I'm saying. Is and they, the they uh, HBO Max chose not to use those initially, and uh, there were some issues with uh, their yeah. their version of the media players they so. were trying to use. And apparently, uh, the you know, HBO Max obviously was kind of rushed, and they used older versions of uh, software in order to make the uh, Apple TV device one work well. And apparently those older versions. Well, they had to, uh, they, because if you remember a while back, they tried to go to a new player and then the Apple TV was like, Nope, this won't even Mm -hmm. work. And they had to roll back and go to this older thing. Gotcha. Just to make it work on Apple TV. Um, Yeah. Cause they had rolled out a new player to everyone and then they, had to roll it back on apple that's all i remember that was like a year ago maybe more yeah all right uh disney plus is going to have its first live tv show they are going to be streaming a live show starting this uh is it this summer or next year i don't remember anyways they're taking the the normally on abc tv uh show dancing with the stars and they're going to be taking it and putting it directly on amazon uh uh on uh disney plus for you to watch live and if you know anything about dancing the stars you do your voting which is kind of nice and for me on the west coast because we did watch dancing the stars at least years ago i used to watch it uh i might be able to vote because you know we don't, i was always showing like a a, 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 a recorded earlier version <laughs> which always sucks <laughs> so it's yeah. like oh so they already voted. We are somebody has already uh, the, the competition's already over. You don't get to participate. So they, they hey. should show the scores live so they like uh like direct TV so that you know whether or not <laughs> it's worth watching that episode. <laughs> oh my dancer, he got he's he's losing. I gotta go watch and put in my vote. No, no, that, um, that, that wouldn't yeah, work. Well, hey, I'm show. gonna put in my vote for this thing that was recorded like two weeks ago. Exactly. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I I think you hit the nail on the head when you said you used to watch this like years ago. Right. I'm pretty sure that this show has fallen into the category where it's not popular enough for that expensive live broadcast slot on right. ABC, but it's still popular enough. Uh, people probably watching it on Hulu um, that they can count on uh they can count on the streaming numbers and possibly hopefully bump up their disney plus numbers a little bit uh there's probably going to be some backlash uh from people like i i would say people like me not that i watch it but in the fact that i am (laughs) someone that could watch it on hulu but i am not signing up for disney plus for this show you know um they may like it enough to watch it streaming but not enough to pay for a new subscription um on a different service so all of these shows every single one that's like this which is basically whether it be competition or just a gag show or something or a game show or something like that Mm -hmm. almost all of them uh you know they depend on star power for to get you to be interested in watching it and that's the thing about this show it's about oh I like that actor. I like that singer. I like that athlete. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be watching them try to compete in a dancing uh, competition. Um, 
I'm sorry, but uh, I feel like uh, all the people they're picking, I don't know who they're picking anymore and or <laughs> could care less about. So they're all people that are now uh, popular with, with yeah, the younger people. I, so obviously the, my demographic has changed. The The demographic of who, who was popular on the show has changed and, I, and I'm missing. Also, uh, I don't know if they ever got Len back, but Len was very important i don't know who len is len was the act the the one guy on len peralta i don't think it's len peralta i think his (laughs) name was len he was the one guy on the uh, on the judging board who was really uh judging them for what they did and if he didn't like it he'd give you a bad score and really you know Mm. and he he would not mince words well he would kind of mince words but he'd try not to you know because he's like no no it's not good it's not good so, uh, uh, but he was getting old and he was getting, uh, and he, I think he went back to England to do his own show over there. So, uh, but he was also a lot of fun because he, yeah, because, uh, because it was fun to, it was fun to see Len's reaction to things. I don't know. I enjoyed watching Len do his thing. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I suspect we'll get, uh, this household will give it a try and we'll, and we'll see if it's any good. It, it's, it's interesting that Disney Plus is getting something live, right? I, I think this is yep. the first one. It is. Right? And that's uh, yeah, deal. I think that was really, that was the whole point of this story. Right. And they kind of got lost in the, D, in the, I almost Sorry. said DTNS because I'm thinking of Lynn Peralta. Um, <laughs> in the, they, they got lost in the Dancing with the Stars. Uh, DTWS. Whole, yes. Uh, DTWS. Um DWTS, D for those two. That's right. Those two are so close, and we both have lands. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So, uh, this story here is basically, hey, it's actually happened. Warner Media has merged with Discovery. We now have a new company ooh, called ooh. Warner Bros. Discovery. It's the stuff that dreams are made of. <laughs> because we need to check in with Jimmy. Have you gotten your new stocks? Uh, <laughs> did they have. split? They did split. I got the stocks on, on Monday morning. Breaking news. You heard it here. Jimmy got his new stocks. It's officially done. Yeah, the new ticker symbol is WBD. I'm but... pretty sure that's an abbreviation for something dirty as well. Um, pretty much everything is. <laughs> I could select three random letters and you'd be like, uh, no. Yeah. So they did split and, uh, you know, the price, I mean, it's only been a couple of days now or three days, I guess now trading and the price has actually gone up a little bit, surprisingly enough. Bank of America gave my higher rating. And as a result, the stock went up. I get it. Uh, no, I, I see, I see why it looks dirty because that's backwards. It's BBW backwards. Oh, <laughs> it's a big, beautiful woman. Okay. Okay. Apparently, they like the big, beautiful women backwards. <laughs> All right. Uh, Netflix <laughs> is going to provide you with a new way for you to just uh, to, uh, you know, let you know if you like their show or not. Clyde, I understand you w- have spent a lot of time in Netflix using the thumbs up and thumbs down. Option. No, I've spent a lot of time not using the thumbs oh, up and the right, thumbs down. Because you used to use the, the, the stars. stars. The right. stars made sense. Well, now we have a thumbs up, a thumbs down, and uh, two thumbs up, which, you know, 
it provides additional information to Netflix, according to what I've read here. It says that they will take that information and maybe try to give you recommendations that are around either actors that you tend to do thumbs up or around uh, certain like uh, 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 showrunners or directors or genres that you, no. you tend to double two thumbs up. I noticed this the other day and I went, because <laughs> even if I wanted to two thumbs up a show, I am not going through. Um, I've been rating stuff on Netflix since 2010, 2000, late 2009, early 2010. Uh, I am not going back 11 years worth of watch history to properly rate that stuff. No. Um, yeah. And I don't, I think it's dumb. It, well, it's almost yeah. as dumb as why have a downvote on YouTube if it doesn't actually do anything. Um publicly i mean two thumbs up i mean it, it you know I, I like the reference to siskel and ebert right which i yeah I but you also need a two thumbs down which they don't have oh they don't you can't no do no down. which is why it's even more dumb uh, okay yeah that is dumb yeah it's thumbs down thumbs up two thumbs up and if they were going to do sequel siskel and ebert they would have to have the ability to give it both thumbs up and thumbs down right. because that would be exactly. siskel and ebert. yep that's just that would be the best, you know. Wow. All right. Uh, next story we have here is that uh, Fox Sports is going to be able to carry every match of the 2022 World Cup. The first match will be on November thirty-first, uh, so uh, you'll be able to watch your uh, uh, your Fox Sports uh, to watch all of the the World Cup games this year. And I think that's even online. So. No, you'll have to pay a TV subscription to use the Fox Sports app. So you will have to have a, some other cable style subscription in order for you to sign in if you want to watch it through the app. So welcome back to 1999 when you could do that back then. The only thing I know about the World Cup is I was in Marseille, France when they won some kind of game during the World Cup. And the only reason I knew that was because the streets exploded and people came running out of buildings. It was like, what is going on? <laughs> um, they were, yeah. Cause they were, they were hosting uh, like France was hosting that they year. Love their so it was soccer. a big deal. Um, yeah, I was actually working in Brazil. One of the years that they was it 2002 when they won the world cup and now I, I was working in Brazil and you know, it was, I forget what country it was in that year, but it was like four o'clock in the morning. I was dead asleep and got get woken up by the cheering because you know Brazil won the World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> and and I should add, uh, I assume it was uh, somebody won a soccer game because number one, France was hosting the World Cup that year, mm -hmm. and number two, I can't think of a single sport that France competes in other than soccer so yeah i don't think there's french football uh like american style football or hmm. french baseball um, yeah so you know if you are those the kind of sports head that loves your sport you know us baseball guys and us on our 100 plus games that we watch you know that's nothing based on what you could possibly watch if you're a sport if you're a soccer fan fifa plus is a streaming service which i think we said might be coming is now officially coming out uh getting out of the way of any broadcasting uh, shenanigans Wait. this is going to be ad supported network that will be providing up to forty thousand live games per year 
uh, available for you to watch. Yeah, just a few. Uh, <laughs> that, that, it's going to start off with like 1,400 ma- matches a month, and they're going to get it closer to 4,000 matches per month for you to really watch mm-hmm. as they continue to get this service going. Um, it's going to have uh, all kinds of, uh, of uh, places for you to watch from. And uh, it, it's this is them basically trying to make soccer uh the the fifa thing that you know you can't escape so didn't we just establish that fox is the new home for fifa they are no they're just getting this year's world cup that's it after that we'll see but the point is what is there beyond the world cup the other games there are no other games the only thing that matters (laughs) is the world cup Oh, um, okay. No, think, think of it this way: NBA is the NBA seasons, and then versus the Olympics. You know, the, the winning the gold medal in basketball in the Olympics. That, that's that's kind of the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that is the week's news. All right. Well, that brings us to the point in the show where I like to wax poetic or attempt. Oh, here he to, goes again. I oh. know. Uh, I try my best to speak eloquently and in hopes that we will be rewarded by someone who is enticed by my carefully chosen words. But the problem is 90% of the time, those words aren't as carefully chosen as I thought they would be. And you know what? There are still people that support us regardless. That's amazing. I have to and say. And notice those... I did not say irregardless. Oh. I hate when people say ir- ir- irregardless. No, that's not yet. Regardless of my uh, shortcomings, uh, people out there still find value in what we do, and they choose to support us by patreon.com slash the bod squad. To those uh, select few of you, you are awesome, and you are our favorite people in the world. And if you would like to be one of our favorite people, even more favorite than you liked than you already are, patreon.com slash the bod squad. Every little bit helps. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All righty. Well, let's get into some rants and some rapes. Okay. Who wants to go? I'll start. I watched two movies, which hmm? one of them was Enola Holmes, which I was at this point is pretty old. That was a movie? I thought that was a series. Well, it's a two-hour movie on Netflix. Oh. It's made by Legendary Pictures, so I think it was intended to be a movie, but oh, okay. Netflix picked it up kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. I had no problem with it. It was a perfectly fine little movie. It was good. Uh, the other movie I watched was, I think I mentioned this last week, maybe in the post show. Uh, of course, I went to go see the new Sonic movie mm. with my son because, yeah, we, he's a big nut for sonic the hedgehog um okay. sonic 2 is uh so all i have to say in, in, in about sonic 2 is sonic the first sonic movie was remarkably good and sonic 2 was just as good okay. which is high praise quite frankly because yeah it's a fun movie it's was- not going to win any kind of awards other than maybe kids choice awards i could see it win a kids choice award but yeah it's good so, yeah, lots of fun was jim carrey in it again yes or was and- there a different bad guy no, no. Jim okay. Carrey reprised his role as Dr. Eggman, a.k.a. Dr. Robotnik. Yes, both names okay. are true. And he once again uh, did an excellent job of be- being that goofy, weird, m- mischievous bad guy for uh, uh, for our... Uh, 
And also, if you know anything about how the games work um, and how the story, there actually is story to the games. Um, It it tries to follow the logic of the games and what's happening in the games. It's actually good. Also, I must must ask you to take a moment when you can, if you want to really uh, appreciate somebody who put hard work into something, uh, find the front title uh, 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 graphic of the Sonic 2 uh, game and then find the poster art for Sonic 2 the movie and see how closely they match those two. It's actually pretty awesome. Okay. okay. You want to know what my favorite Sonic game is or do you want to guess? Guess what my absolute favorite Sonic game is. Sonic Pinball. Actually, no, but that, <laughs> that would be a good guess. It's a pinball game. Sounds like yeah. fun. It was... Uh... Sonic All-Stars, which was like a tennis game. Oh. <laughs> I think okay. it it came with my Xbox 360. That was the only Sonic anything that I ever really played a lot. Cool. Yeah. I still have many. My son still buys the Sonic and Mario. Mario and Sonic get the whatever game, oops, Olympic games every mm-hmm. year. And they mm-hmm. come out. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing about those is those become collector's items because they don't sell a lot of them. And then later on, it's like it's a rare Nintendo game that has Sonic in it. And suddenly they become, you know, like hard to find and people want want to pay good money for them. It's kind of weird. I will say the one weird thing about playing Sega All-Stars or Sega Superstars Tennis. um, I guess that's what it was called. Sega Superstars Tennis. So I was what I was playing it and there was all these weird characters Mm-hmm. And I thought they were all Sonic characters because I don't know anything about Sonic mm-hmm. universe other than Tails. And apparently, nope, this was Sega superstars. So it had all these Sega characters yep. that I thought were Sonic characters. So. Yeah, there's a lot of them on there. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. Jimmy, what you got? All right. So, um, yeah, I think we alluded to it in the show or, or maybe at least in the pre-show, right, that um, Gilbert Godfrey passed away a couple of days ago. I think, uh, you know, kind of sad there. He, he wasn't all that old. He was only uh, 67, I believe, was how old he was. Um, and uh, so anyway, on Peacock, there is a documentary called Gilbert, and it's a documentary of him. It's a recent documentary. And if you haven't watched that, that's that's worth watching, right? It is uh, it shows him, you know, as a person as opposed to the uh, stage presence. Although there's plenty of the uh, uh, stuff that he would do on stage in the documentary as well. And uh, and one thing that I mean, not only was it a nice story of him, his you know, he had he had a wife and a couple of kids as well and uh, talks about them but uh, other comedians come in and kind of give their perspective of uh, of Gilbert right you know and uh, you know in talking about his art of, of comedy you know and how he would perform and, and that kind of thing so it was quite interesting and there's even a bit in there where uh, Gilbert Godfrey is there with Dick Van Dyke, which I, I was surprised to see that Dick Van Dyke was still living, right? Oh, yeah. He was on yeah, he, he was on Gilbert's podcast a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, he's he's like in his 90s now, right? And he's uh, uh but uh and looking pretty good, I, I would say, you know, in this um in the documentary and all. So um you know, if you were uh, 
even if you weren't uh, a Gilbert Gottfried uh, fan, I would say this is worth a watch. It was you know, very interesting. And um, like I say, you know, just hearing all the other uh, comedians right, uh, give their opinion of it and all is really, really kind of uh, fun to watch. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I watched that documentary a, a while back and it, it was good. So I would say normally if you were to make a bad Guilford Gottfried joke now, it would be too soon, but it's Guilford Gottfried. It's not too soon. Yeah. I mean, in this case, it's not. <laughs> no, no, that it's definitely. Yeah. Uh, that that's his, uh, his modus operandi. Um, so, so what's, what's the documentary and, uh, uh, just for old time's sake, I guess you could watch the Aflac duck commercial. Yeah. Well. Okay. So you could probably, um, do some type of Aflac insurance joke here and the joke would not. Well, be no, sick. cause Aflac will sue you. Oh, well, okay. Fine. Cause it was Aflac that was. Oh, that's the, right. They not, got, he got they were the ones, they were the ones that didn't find it funny. The uh -huh. public outcry. Right. Uh, everybody else thought it was funny. Um, well, remember he... that Gilbert Gottfried is the dude that uh, showed up at that first roast in New York post 9-11. And he said, sorry, I'm late. Uh, my my plane had a layover at the Empire State Building. <laughs> this was like days. This is days after 9-11. <laughs> And, it's insane. It's, he's he's yeah. not afraid to go right to the joke. He, yeah. I mean, he doesn't go. He doesn't. I, I I mean, I'm sure he has in the past done jokes that are just like, oh, that's too bad. It's that too was much. one of that was one but, of the ones where everybody was just like, seriously, exactly. <laughs> and and it's like and that's why I love the guy. <laughs> but no, I I I so the joke would be then that uh, uh, it's too bad he didn't have his eye flat coverage. <laughs> <laughs> Because now he yeah. can't he can't get sued for that joke. Okay, I'm sorry. <sighs> no worries. Um, I was gonna talk about something, but now I'm not gonna because oh. I don't entirely remember what it was. Oh, um, I know last week I talked about that HBO Max is on a roll. It. Yeah, yeah, they're they're on a roll. Um, and so I guess I'll just double down on the the lakers show the winning time so mm -hmm. last week you mentioned that i should watch uh, julia julia yeah and uh we almost got to watch it but uh i had at third party uh my my wife was said oh we're thinking of watching julia to her parents and they apparently watched the whole season front to back and enjoyed that kind of it so it's like all right eventually we're gonna watch it because you know when i have four family members I'm, say they like it it's yeah yeah, I was gonna say there's only a couple episodes out, so um, it, it, that was one thing. If it if it was uh, if that show was bingeable, I would have already watched the whole season. It's very bingeable, but they they've been putting them out week over so week. Um, they put out they drop three episodes on the first weekend, and then they've been week after week. Um, but oh, I would but uh, with the Lakers, the winning time. Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot about that I didn't know about basketball from that show. What's that? Um, number one, that Jerry Buss buying the Lakers is what made the NBA what it is now because nobody was at the time, nobody was watching basketball. It was boring. It was, you know, just the same old stuff over and over. Hmm. Um, yeah, that, yeah, he, he, I knew that he reinvented the Lakers. I didn't realize that he reinvented 
basketball as a whole. Um, and then it was just a lot of stuff from the background. And then also the dude playing Pat Riley. I just realized yesterday that that's Adrian Brody. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no clue that that was Adrian Brody. Mm-hmm. That dude can like, I, I don't, I, I, I believe that he like is able to reconstruct his face because he can melt into characters and become un- unrecognizable. Not like, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, the Phoenix guy who just looks like a hobo, hmm. um, uh, who, who, uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Hmm. You, when you see him, when he's not in a movie and he just looks like a hobo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, they do that. Um, <laughs> but, they, they look like, yeah, I'll, I'll double down on double down on winning time. Um, I didn't, I never been a fan of the Lakers. I don't really care about basketball. John C. Riley tricked me into watching it, and I'm kind of glad that he did because mm-hmm. it's really good and it's funny at times. And they do some, they do some cool like uh, they have some cool like creative choices. Uh, What's the, the timeline of the show? Uh, it's it starts with Jerry Buss buying the Lakers in 1979. Yeah, or yeah, 1979, 1980. And the first thing he does is draft Magic Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Magic Johnson, I think, was either 80 or 81. No, that was the that was that season. Yeah. See, he bought it in 89. So it was like the or 79. So it was uh 79 to 80 season. So he bought it like in during the right right before the season started. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that was the and that was the point where uh and then uh at this point in the series we're a couple games into the first uh, uh, first season, when their coach uh, has an accident, and we'll we'll find out if if Jack McKinney comes back. But uh, yeah, it, it it's good. Stylistically, it's cool too. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I mentioned it, but there was the scene where they uh, where they officially hired Paula Abdul to be the uh, lead choreographer for the Laker Girls. Mm-hmm. And I laughed, I laughed so hard because they freeze on her and the caption pops up at the bottom. It says, Paula Abdul, number one Laker girl, straight up. (laughs) And (laughs) I was not expecting that straight up. And that made me laugh because if any of you remember, straight up was her first big hit. Straight up, now tell me, is it going to be you and me forever? Uh, Oh, oh. yeah. or are you just having fun? Uh, I know I was having fun, but we are at the end of the show. So this is the point where we say thank you, everybody, for uh, hanging out with us. We're here every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central, whether we want to be or not. So you should be here, too. You get to usually there's a pre-show uh, <laughs> of some sort. Uh, there is most definitely going to be a post-show. Uh, get to submit titles, choose the titles for the uh all posterity uh and uh otherwise yeah if you want to listen to this after the fact you can go on out to any uh one of your favorite podcaster catchers and uh download the show it's available eventually uh matt matt thinks that he scoffs at the idea that it's available everywhere um but if you want it faster you don't want to have to wait uh for that to come out become a patron you get a custom rss feed it will be available within hours 
of us finishing it. So patreon.com slash the bot squad. And again, thanks everybody. And we will uh, catch you next time. Bye. See ya. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>